0: Yeah. He's got yeah, a lot of time not... in his hands to be able to do that though, hasn't <laughs> he? Yeah. His missus does everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that a fact? That's a fact. Everything. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Longstaffer podcast. It is Super Bowl week. I am Adam hosting this evening. I've got Rich, Mark and Russ joining me today. Um, we're going to, amongst other things, have a look Ahead to the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, but before we go any further, we should. Uh, oh, please, uh, clarify you clarified that we're doing that. <laughs> yeah, we, we are
0: yeah. going to talk about the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> we are not going to do the other thing. We're not going to mention the other thing. Um, we should just quickly mark a little milestone. Um, however, this is the 69th episode of the Long Snapper podcast. And as such, it, I thought it would be appropriate to just have a, a quick chat with uh, Rob Gronkowski. We've just got, just got a very, very quick interview. I asked him what he thought about the Long Sapper podcast getting to this milestone. Here it is. <laughs>
0: thanks, Gronk. Thanks, for, thanks, Rob. That's that's. Super. It's quite a coup. Quite a coup for us to get Gronk on the show.
1: It, it, it's the best guest we've ever had. I would it's say. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Very insightful. Um, I thought.
1: Sorry, Christian Scotland Williamson. Um. You know, You've you've been you've been trumped by that. It <laughs> has. <Or, said>. Awkward.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> Gronk will though. He said he, he said he'd download and, and, ah, good and give man. it a go. Good man. Um. Obviously, we're, we're going to start with a little quiz. I had made a teaser on the last show about having a, a 90s game show revival. Um, basically, that didn't work. I didn't think it through. Um, I thought that Blockbusters could work in a quiz format. Then I realised that I'd have to write loads and loads of questions in case people didn't know, like, what V, blah, 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 and I didn't have that in me. Um, a little Super Bowl quiz, um, obviously. Uh, we've got. Just going to make it a bit guessable, multiple choice. Uh, there are three of you. There are going to be three rounds. And for each question, you're going to have three options. Um, the first round is is going to be about, well, players and whether they have, basically, I'm going to give you a player and you have to tell me whether they've been an MVP at the Super Bowl, whether they've just got a ring or whether they've got neither of those. Um, so hopefully that makes sense, Mark. I we're going to have two each in each round to to guess. Mark, we'll start with start with you, um, and you are going to have Trent Dilfer.
0: Trent Dilfer. Is that Dad? I like to fuck. Her? Sorry, that I've just <laughs> literally. <laughs> what? The? Have you never heard of a Dilf? <laughs> the Dilf is the uh, is the male equivalent of the MILF. Don't know that wow. <laughs> That's definitely saying. <laughs> um I will Trent Dilfer, I he's definitely not won an MVP. I will say he has won a Super Bowl.
1: Uh you would be correct. But- at the first point Uh, Rich over to you and you can have Alex Smith
2: Alex Smith is none of the above hasn't Uh, won a
1: Super Bowl hasn't won an MVP you would be completely correct Uh, Rusty Carson Palmer
0: Um, Carson Palmer's not won a Super Bowl
1: uh, you'll be correct again, you've all started, started off nicely with a point. Um, back to Mark and James Harrison.
0: Ooh, um, James Harrison. I think he will have... Or well, has he? Again, not an MVP. Have you forgotten to put any of them in? <laughs> I'm...
1: Even gonna ask that question? (laughs) If it was Craig, he definitely would have Um, (laughs) forgotten. Tom Tom Brady, you know.
0: (laughs) And then he'd so. Let me check. (laughs) Let me just Google it quickly.
1: Um, James Harrison. I don't know if he's won a Super. I'm gonna say yeah, he's won a Super. Uh, But not an MVP. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm Uh, saying. You'd be correct. Yeah. Um, Rich, Joe Flacco.
2: Oh, that's a good. Well, obviously he's won a Super Bowl. Thanks for that. Um, I, <laughs> Remember. I'm now desperately racking my brain to think whether he
1: won MVP in that Super Bowl, and I'm going to
2: go that he did.
1: Win an a. Correct again. Well done. He did. Um, and for us to finish round one, Kurt Warner.
0: Oh. Well, with my limited knowledge, I'm not entirely sure what Kurt Warner is. So I'm going to go for he owns a ring
1: and no more. No like more. Yeah. No more. No, he he won MVP. <laughs> I'm afraid I for the Rams. don't want to talk about that game. Yeah, yeah, for the Rams. Um, well,
0: that 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 just demonstrates my entire lack of knowledge, and you know, therefore, not justifying my appearance as a as a guest on an American football podcast. Yeah, it's, not, it's not really been spoken about how two of the main people could be asked to turn up on Super Bowl Preview Week, which is, you know, it's always nice to see. One of them's too busy getting his ass handed to him at Wembley.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he took his, I'm guessing he's taken his son, Craig has, you know, both Man United fans, and they've turned up at Wembley and there's been a goal in 10.48 seconds against them. Um, but we're not going to talk about that game. Uh, Let's move on to round two. Russ, unfortunately, you're a point behind. Um, Round two is, I'm going to give you some head coaches, and you're going to tell me whether they've won one ring, two rings, or many rings, being three or more, Um, and this is only as a head coach, so any rings one as a player or as a coordinator assistant coach don't count so just zero just ring...
0: one zero one or many
1: like no, one two or many oh, right, so okay. they've, they've all got at least one um and i'm not gonna make you count further than three basically uh rich you can start and it feels like i'm teasing you a little bit here um looking at the last question you answered but uh you're gonna have john harbour um, I think he's just one uh, You would be correct uh, Russ um, uh, Coach you I'm sure know well And Pete Carroll
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Old, old Kazza Old Pete Tate Oh PDC um... I'm
1: going to go with two oh, Lucky he's, uh, he's only got one as well Mark um, this is not deliberate. I can see how this is this is falling. I'm definitely not trying to tease anybody. Uh, Jimmy Johnson.
0: Um, Jimmy Johnson has won two, I think. Uh, you are correct. Again.
1: Both against us. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rich, uh, John Gruden. I think he's won. He's only one. I think he's won two. Incorrect, I'm afraid. he's <coughs> one um, with the uh, with the Bucks in 2002. Many, many more to come, though, right? Many more to come. You <laughs> you would think for that money. Uh, Russ, uh, Tom Coughlin.
0: Okay, so by sheer weight of numbers, I'm going for many because you haven't had one of those yet.
1: Bad luck, he's only won two. Which is fewer than many by the definition this, this round. This
0: quiz is shit.
1: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Mark, uh, finish off the round with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin.
0: Now, he's someone that should have won a lot more than he has, but I think he's only won one. Is it one or is it two?
1: That's for you to
0: tell me. Yeah, that is. That's thats <laughs> um, I I
1: will go. trick the answer out of me. <laughs>
0: um, I I think it's it's one.
1: It was, it was. Uh, the the Steelers have they won the 2005 Super Bowl? That was the last one with uh, Bill Cowher. Um Since then, they've only won it once. Okay. He lost, he
0: lost one as well, didn't he, Tomlin?
1: Yes, they lost to the Packers. 2010 Um, We have got Mark you on four Rich on three Russ on on one We can start with you Final round And Six teams And I just need you to tell me Whether they have Won the Super Bowl Whether they're winners Whether they're losers They've made the Super Bowl And lost Or whether they've never Made the Super Bowl Uh, Russ you can start with Jacksonville
0: Oh they've, they've made the Super Bowl all right okay maybe they have one. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they've made a Super Bowl once no. shit I was going for the edit there no they've never won a Super Bowl <laughs> fuck <laughs> anyway, anyway just, just, I was going for Doug just to you know cut it out and give me a point so ignore all that he,
1: he, I've got that, that wrong that. Um, <laughs> oh you could have a lot of fun with this um, this, that, this will be the difference between whether the pod comes out on Thursday or Friday as well <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, if you can have Minnesota. Minnesota,
0: they they've um, I think famously they've never won, um, but I can't remember if they've been to one. Now of course they have. Yeah, they've lost multiple. Um, yeah,
1: so they've never won, but they have been. Yeah, you're correct. They've, they've actually lost four. Um as well. them as well. <laughs> them as well. Uh, Rich, the Arizona Cardinals,
2: Um They should they should have made the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, um based on talent, but they didn't. Um and my knowledge only goes back as far as twenty twelve, obviously, in the NFL. So um I'm going to say that they haven't, because they haven't, as far as I'm concerned.
1: They haven't made it, is that what you're saying? Yep, haven't made it. Uh, no, they've, they've, <laughs> they've made it as recently as 2008, with uh, that game against the Steelers, uh, where James Harrison returned the. To... No, exactly that was the one he won, of course. Yards. And then yeah. the Santonio San Holmes, that was. Yeah, you want to watch? Get have a look at Super Bowl gold on that game. That's quite probably Before last year, probably the best Super Bowl ever that one yeah agreed in fact including last year paid last year um, well, yeah, for, for different reasons but yeah <laughs> absolutely Russ Walker will come on to that that I'm sure Russ Indianapolis
0: the, the Colts must have been to a super Bowl what was the, what were the options
1: have they yeah, have they won a Super Bowl have they been but never won or have they never been?
0: Um, I'm going to say they've been but never won.
1: No, they've 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 won. Um, again, so. unfortunately for as far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> no. Mark Cincinnati. Um Don't know. I will say
0: There's nothing in my brain that says that I can think of a a win or a defeat. I'm sure they haven't won one, but I'll say that they've never been.
1: Um they they have been. <laughs> twice twice in the eighties. And finally rich with the Detroit Lions I don't think the Lions have ever won a Super Bowl. But I think they've been been but not one I'm gonna go bin but not one no never been <coughs> the Lions are as pathetic as the Browns in that regard and they've both been 0 and 16 uh, mark you win with five points and I don't know play some music if, if, if Doug can be bothered <laughs> I'm
0: sure.
1: Like, yeah, yeah been sort of reluctant. Congratulations to Mark. You seem to get a lot of music which
0: is a bit painful. Well, I would hope to win a quiz where I'm against someone who's watched this, like the NFL for a season or two and someone who's watched it since 2012. So, I think I was <laughs> probably at a bit of an unfair advantage today.
1: Like I, tried to, I tried victory. to sort of wait the weight who got what a little bit based on that but it wasn't enough. I should have just rigged it to be honest um if you want a better super bowl quiz dig out the pod from a year ago i made more of an effort (laughs) that Um, that was quite a good one from what i remember Uh, but uh other than that well what also matches a year ago unfortunately is the uh unfortunately this is an unbiased unbiased podcast um as the presence of the evil organization who um Had a bit of a deficit of 25 points last year and came back to win. Um, They're going to be there again against a different opposition this time in the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, A lot of people seem to to feel that they're two quite hated teams to be in the Super Bowl. And it's almost like it's unpopular in every way. Um, The Eagles don't have the love that the Falcons did. Um, but I can put that to one side. My hate for the evil organisation, um, other than maybe the Jags, uh, just there's no limit to that. So I'm going to be um, rooting for the Eagles, so much so um, that we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to look at each team, their strengths, weaknesses. I'm, I'm going to back the Eagles as far as this conversation goes. Um, and Rich is, Rich is going to join me with that. Uh, Mark and Russ, you're going to blow smoke up um the evil evil organization's backside and bill and tom um why don't you two you two kick us off um how are the patriots going to do as everybody expects and win this game
0: after you mark i mean last year when we when we did this i i did a, a lot of research into why i thought the falcons were going to win because i was convinced the falcons were going to win and um and i was proven in, in after that game that it doesn't matter who you are and what you do and how well you play and even during a game what what you know how with everything going against going against you or going for you if you're playing the patriots in a playoff game chances are you're going to lose now, I don't know whether that's as much down to all the factors that, that you know about. You know, you know that they've got the best system quarterback that there's ever been. Um, you know that they've got the best head coach, arguably, that the NFL has ever produced. Um, and that they've, they're just this juggernaut of a team. But it's they just seem to find a way to get it done, and I think that there are tactical things that the the Patriots are going to be able to do. Um, things like using the running backs cleverly, um, because the, the the Eagles aren't overly strong linebacker-wise at stopping short passes. So I think passes to the running backs are going to make a big difference, um, and I think they will do that. Um, they will find a way, I think, to nullify the threat posed by. Nick Foles, um, who whilst looked great last week, um, I do wonder if he is, um, it's a bit of a, a false dawn moving into the Super Bowl. I can't see him putting in that kind of performance again. And even if he does, when you've got Matt Patricia and Bill Belichick, if it's not going their way, they will work out what it is that's not going their way. And they will change it and they're better at, they're better coaches at that than anyone else in the NFL. So they can they can find a way to stop the run pass options that the the Eagles have become like really really good at. Um, they will you know they will scheme against it. And I think Doug said a couple of weeks ago that they will probably plan you know for ten minutes on on their offense and then worry the rest about how to stop Nick Foles. And that's what they will do. They will find a way to stop JJ. They will find a way to stop LeGarrette Blunt. Jay Ajayi, his actual name. Um, I don't American. know who that is. He's American. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: um, they'll they'll stop those,
1: away. One of those Americans. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> playing American football. <laughs> <laughs> um, they know LeGarrette Blunt so they know what to do there. They can they can stack the box, and it's it feels almost and like sadly inevitable. Um, I think that there's something like the last six times Tom Brady has been down in a game in the second half in a playoff game by double digits. He's won the game. It's just, it's, he's been in, he he knows better than anything else. He's been in, I think it's something crazy, like a fifth of all Super Bowls. Yeah. That is, that's mental, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's, if anyone knows how to get it done, it's going to be them. and, I think if you'd have given Belichick the option of going against Nick Foles in the Super Bowl at the start of the season, he would have absolutely snapped your hand off, regardless of how well that D is playing. He'd he'd be up to the shoulder, mate. He completely would be. Um, Because Nick Foles, whilst he has done all right in the last game, and maybe the last couple of games, he's still Nick Foles. And I don't care what anybody says, you know, you can... You can only polish a turd so much. And I just can't see him doing it against the Patriots. They will have too much. Yeah, and it agreed. makes me sick to say this, boys. I'm not happy about saying it. I don't <laughs> I don't want them to win. I am on the night, I am fly eagles fly. But I just can't see it. I I've been doing some actual research trying to, you know, engage myself in this game and not just offer the Brady, Belichick, Patriots, uh, favorable calls—you know that sort of uh, Patriots bias into into this argument. And well, well, I've been I looking. Last week. I listened to last week, and it's all a conspiracy, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> but what, what I have done is I've looked at what seems to have been the the key to the Eagles this season, and that's been on a really solid defense. Now, we know that Jim Schwartz, he likes an aggressive style of defence. The O-line is really aggressive. And, you know, he had those types of um, those defences wherever he's been. And Patriots have have always managed to combat that by targeting the secondary and going that little bit deeper. So I think, as simple as it sounds, I think they'll use Burkehead and Lewis maybe to soften them up just to open up the field for the likes of Amandola, the likes of um Brandon Cooks, and and they will they will take it to him in the air because I think they'll they'll expect the aggressive D line to come at them to try and pressure Brady and and I think that um they'll they'll target the secondary to to where their weaknesses are. How's Which, that for uh, some how's that for some analysis from the, the yeah. two season <laughs> rookie? <laughs>
2: Well, it's it's good of you to uh, to mention the uh, the Eagles' D because while I'd love to uh, I'd love to claim that Foles is on fire and is gonna you know be the main man for uh, for this Eagles, I think if the Eagles are to win the uh, the Super Bowl, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of their one of their def- one of the defenders who gets their MVP. It's got to be it's got to be a <coughs> D- based game for these guys. Um, and the Eagles the Eagles do defence very well. Um, they haven't given up more than 10 points in the last four games. They've only given up 17 in the playoffs against teams who, you know, everyone thought were going to gun for them, particularly the Vikings, after, uh, after some of the scores they've put up. Um, and the big thing about the Eagles is that they, they do it in a way that has been proven to cause the Patriots problems. They've got a front four. Um, that's incredibly talented. It's it's pretty much one of the best in the NFL at creating pressure, and that's just with four. They don't blitz much. And we know that Brady
1: likes to throw past the blitzes. That's, that's um, a Jim Swartz thing, by the way. Yeah, he's, he loves he, it. E- everywhere he's been, he's got that. He's had an effective front four, um, the, which means you don't need to blitz. And part of that is talent, and part of it is just
2: they've got seven or eight very, very talented linemen that they rotate constantly and so you're never getting someone too tired that they they don't have the energy to bring the pressure and so that's going to force brady to get the ball out quickly so I, th- I think mark's right in terms of the weakness for the eagles being in the linebacker area um if if he ends up throwing a lot of deeper stuff the eagles create turnovers they've got the most in the uh, in the nfl this season and they will pick him off so the I think, is a big one for the Eagles.
0: That's why I think that they will know that, though, won't they? Because the Patriots are going to know that the Jim Schwartz... He's, I mean, he's talked at length this week about how good a D coordinator Jim Schwartz is, Belichick. So he knows exactly what he's going to do. So the question for Jim Schwartz is, does he second-guess himself and kind of go against what he does well to try and counter what he thinks the Patriots are going to do? But then they will find they will adjust and find a way around it. Or does he just go with what he normally does And start hitting his, his, you know, some bubbles and some slants to his running backs quickly as he's done all year. Um, And then just creating those seven, eight, nine, ten yard gains and just quickly move it down the field. And then he's got, if he plays, Gronkowski to help him out as well. That's where I think there's going to be a big mismatch.
1: Do you think, so, sorry
0: Rich, um, the Jags showed the way for, you know, a half, maybe even three quarters of the game. A couple of weeks ago, they showed how they could shut the, the Patriots down and then still play a simple but effective offensive game. What they did is they ran out of gas. They ran out of their best defensive players who were dropping like flies come the back end of the third and, and the fourth quarter. And that was when Brady started to pick them off. Now, if if you can have an effective offense by keeping it simple while shutting you know, by keeping it tight in defence, you know the, the the Eagles have got a chance, and I know I'm supposed to be arguing for the Pats here. But, yeah, come on. You know, come on, Russ.
2: <laughs> but the, the, the
0: if they follow a, a similar blueprint to what the Jags did, which was which was incredible, but they've run out of gas. And I whether think, the I whether the Russ, Pats go on Rich.
2: I think Russ, you're right. Um, I think the bigger thing is does does the Eagles' coaching staff have the ability to have in their back pocket a Plan B that when Belichick makes all of his adjustments, they're able to then adjust themselves to put something else into place? So the, we know the Eagles' offense is not going to be the most. It's not going to be the most exciting offense. It's going to be keep it relatively simple. Don't make Nick Foles do anything. That he's out that is outside of his comfort zone lean on the run game. They've got some great running backs. blount I know he's on the Patriots last year, but he's a hard man to stop. Um, they've got Clement who's shown to be very good in the playoffs. And, and I do think that that, that other one, that other guy can make a difference. Jay something. <laughs> the American one. Yeah,
1: by, the American by the way, one. just, I mean, we, Rich, Rich and I were, were talking before and I, I, said i'd have a look at patriots weaknesses and, and say what could be exploited there isn't much obviously um but back to nick Foles quickly um he doesn't get a lot of love um you know mark's mark saying that you can't polish a turn and all the rest of it his stats though his career statistics are up there uh, it, it's he had that ridiculous purple patch we had that kind of had that season he had one thing yeah. Um, he, did, he, had a he basically season. didn't throw any interceptions. Um,
0: he's had the, he's but, had
1: one season, and then he's had this season. Every well, other this season. this season he's he's obviously only come in week fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Um, prior to that, yeah, he had talk a to the, he had talk a
0: to Rams fans about how good he is. It,
1: well, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, but that's but, under Jeff Fisher. On, on balance, that's you look point. at his yeah, again, fair. You look at his career statistics overall. Um, they stack up. I don't I don't think. I, I have a the sense that he's being Adam. underestimated a bit. Um, I,
2: I, I'm not. I'm not saying when he has a bad one, he has a stinker, and that's the problem. If he comes out and he plays pretty well against the Pats, he he's capable of carrying the team enough.
0: So you know he's no better or worse than Blake Bortles, is he? Let's be fair. So if you keep it they simple,
1: better than Blake Bortles.
0: So you keep it. You keep it simple, yeah. and you you attack with. With uh, coordination and simplicity, and you don't give him too much to think about, then he can put them in a decent situation. I think I that like- they, you're exactly right, and I completely agree with you. My only question is: is to a whether he's going to be able to outsmart a a Bill Belichick D to be able to do that, and B if he does keep it simple. Like, so you mentioned the Jags game. So the Jags were, were getting a lot of success. He was, Bortles was doing okay. And they managed to control the game because they kept on give, giving it to Fournette. And Fournette had a bit of a field day in the first half. The Patriots, D saw that. It was, adjustments were made and Fournette barely got going in the second half. It's whether they are, the Eagles are going to be able to do enough offen- offensively after the Patriots make the adjustments that they need to make, if they ever need to make them, um, to they take away, they'll away they take away the weapon. Whatever is that's doing well in the Super Bowl, they will find what that is and they will take it away. So it's whether they've got enough of a plan B in order to be able to overcome them again. And if they can, then great. If they can't, um, then I, I, you, you don't give them a chance.
2: I do think, and I'm going to give Adam a little bit time time on... on... What the what the Pats' uh, weaknesses are? Because I'm interested to see what he comes up with there. But I, I have got that. I'll be honest. That's <laughs> that's one thing that I do think that the Jag, uh, that the Jags didn't have that the Eagles do is if you look at the offensive weapons that the Jags have, almost all of them across the board. Other than you know you could argue whether Balls or or Foles is the better QB, but Alshon Jeffrey is a better wide receiver than anyone on that ja- on that Jags offense. Ertz is a better receiver than uh, Mercedes Lewis. They've got Agolor in the slot, who's sort of been a little bit of a forgotten man the second half of the season. And they've even got Torrey Smith there in there as a deep threat that hasn't really, he hasn't really done much for the Eagles this season, but he's a talented receiver. He's
1: dangerous. He and says, so I
2: think there are better weapons than the Jags had. And you you look at how close the Jags took the Patriots, and it doesn't need for the Eagles to be just a bit better, just a bit better in that fourth quarter and they could get over the line.
1: Yeah. They've got probably got more depth at running back as well. If you look at, you've got Blunt, you've got Clements, you've got that other fella. Um, you know, Fournette might be on his own, a better prospect, but yeah, where the Jags ran out of steam in that third quarter, um, you know, Yeldon wasn't going to win it for them. Um, but the Eagles can can turn to you know, they've got a bit more depth there. Um the yeah, I'll keep alluding to the Patriots' weaknesses. Um there obviously aren't many, but where I do feel that Philadelphia have an advantage is the two the two lines up front. Um I think the Eagles arguably have a better offensive line and they certainly have a a better front four and defence. Um Maybe bet maybe front seven. Um, it it's always the case when you look at the Patriots' weaknesses. How do you beat New England? Um, it always comes down to getting pressure on Brady. Um, and I would say that the Eagles are as well built to do that as anybody. Um, the Jags, the Jags included, maybe. Um, as as we touched on earlier, that the ability of Schwartz's defense to to get those those front four um, get penetration without having to, to blitz corners, safeties, anybody else, um, makes makes a huge difference. I think they can do that as a possible slight chink in the armour um, on the Patriots' offensive line. Equally, the, the Patriots' def, defence against the run, um, they didn't let Tennessee have anything. Um, they let Jacksonville run uh, run on them a bit in the first half. As Mark said, they plugged that gap. But as as I say, the Eagles might have a, a bit more there. Um Do you really believe it? You know, or... uh, not <laughs> entirely. Uh, <laughs> the um I'm, I'm doing my best here. Um I've the, got the, one the that final you missed. thing. The I've final got one thing. That you which missed, we... Adam, which is the the
2: possibility of Brady accidentally running into Gronkowski and the, both of them getting concussions in the first minute or so of the game. That would be a beautiful thing. That that could potentially uh, be a bit of a weakness.
0: Imagine Um, that. You wonder wonder if any of those Eagles think, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go for it. Become an Eagles hero. Smash into Brady. Helmet to helmet. Give him a concussion. um, And uh, just take my, just take it for the team. Get ejected and get Brian Hoyer in.
1: Schwartz Schwartz has (laughs) got a plan like that in
0: him. Can you imagine imagine Brian Hoyer throwing the Pats to the Super Bowl? The problem is, I actually could. Yes. I can see it.
2: As a forty as a 49ers fan, I could not. He was pretty
1: dreadful.
0: He was, but he was he was alright with the Patriots.
1: Uh, how many players like They to laugh. and and they're they're instantly unrecognizable. Um, but just just a final thing on New England, and it has to be said, they're running scared. Belichick is scared, he's distracted. He's not focusing on what he should be focusing on, preparing for the game. He's, he's decided that New England have to play the game in white. Um, it's the AFC's turn this year to get the choice of uniform. Most teams obviously go for their, their coloured uniform. Um, hasn't fared so well in recent Super Bowls. Was it 10 of 11 or 11? 10 11 of 11, of yeah. Um, so Belichick's worried about this. He's concerned that you know, New England play in blue. Um, the Eagles are going to have one over the, on them, so he's he's running scared. He's gone to the comfort of recent Super Bowl winners and their their white uniforms. Sorry, Bill, you've 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 been you've been flustered. Yeah. Anyone taking that seriously?
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be like Man United playing in that grey kit. Imagine if they lost.
1: <sighs> it's it's obviously that's made a comeback hasn't it the the gray kit um we yeah. g- we shouldn't go back to that other other sport again what's the latest by the way from Wembley shut up still okay <sighs> still 2-0 okay um mark's been distracted through a lot of this podcast it's not it's not happening not now um
0: it's all right yeah, chelsea I mean... lost 3-0 at home to bournemouth so it's okay
1: what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving back to uh, the the much better game. Um, what are we? What are our plans for Super Bowl Sunday? Um, I, I know at least two of us. Um, what are What are we going to do? Where are we watching it?
0: Why don't you tell us where you're watching it?
1: And then you'll know where to avoid, um, or or not avoid, and then just pretend. Does not it to... just
0: avoid it? you in the same building?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I'll go yeah, and then not talk I have, to you.
1: I, I don't have that option really. <laughs> I'll look
0: at I you from across I'll look at you from across the bar and think, Oh, is that Adam? i uh, can't be, just walk off.
1: Better <laughs> not risk it. Uh, Rich and I are going to Bloomsbury Lane's, uh, the the Gridiron magazine and, and show are having their, their bash there. I know that Jack Humphreys joining us. I know that he can't bring himself to support the Eagles. Um there's a there's a team that he hates more than the Patriots, so um I'm sure he'll be there in his, his Giants jersey um cheering the pats on.
2: And we're also taking along uh the commissioner of two of our NFL leagues, the not the Long Snap League, um the infamous Steve Beal, who's been mentioned several times on this oh, podcast. Oh, is he the
0: one is he the moron that has the seventeen t- the seventeen week um league?
2: Yeah, that that's Jake. Yeah, is moron. he yep. the moron? <laughs> I think I think every every mention listen. every mention he's had has been disparaging. I, I can't imagine why he doesn't listen to the podcast.
0: <laughs> Do you know what? If he has a fantasy league that lasts seventeen weeks, I'm pleased he doesn't listen.
1: It's okay. Uh, I, he won't this point onwards. He's not welcome. <laughs> we can play this bit to him. Um, and any,
0: um, anyone out there that is in a seventeen week league, unsubscribe, stop listening. You're not welcome,
1: here. <laughs> absolutely agreed. Mark Mark and Russ, where are you? Are you.
0: So I'm stuck down in the, the deepest, darkest depths of Cornwall. I think I've seen that every single walkabout in the country <laughs> is offering a um a, a pint or a pitcher of beer and some wings for like 1999 or something. I don't know. Um, I'm half tempted to, to go to my local walkabout. But what I'll end up doing is watching the first half, falling asleep and then missing the best bits.
1: The half time show's annoying, isn't it?
0: It just goes on too that, long.
1: It's the wrong yeah, you know, it's it's one AM or thereabouts. And you do it like fifteen minutes, fine, second half, but just just when you're flagging, you get an hour of Justin Timberlake. Doesn't doesn't do any good to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing it this year? I've not even
2: paid attention to that. I think it is It's just Justin Timberlake. Timberlake, isn't it? Oh okay.
0: <laughs> did you did anyone see the um there was like a conspiracy thing on Twitter Regarding the Super Bowl and the last time the um, the Patriots met the Eagles, or I, I could have got this completely wrong, but things have fallen into place. Like Justin Timberlake did the halftime show. Teams met certain teams in the playoffs, all culminating in a um, a Patriots win. Anyway, it's just a bit of a conspiracy, like random things falling into place that the same thing did happened. Craig come up? Did Craig come up but, with that?
2: I know, I know you're clutching at straws, Ross, for uh, for the Patriots to win this one, but um, I think that one's
1: a little bit far-fetched. Yeah, it's tenuous, <laughs> tenuous link. <there. laughs> that that previous game, Mike Fabel scored an offensive touchdown. Did I mention that last week? I think I may have done. Okay. But it's a great a great stat, and I do love a good stat. Um, yeah, Mark, were you uh, are you at home or are you heading out?
0: Yeah, um, so I was going to go to um, to see it with um, with a couple of mates at a a place called the Roadhouse in London, but I think he my mate forgot to book the tickets. Um, so one, another one of my mates then pulled out. So I'm now going to watch it at home with my dad.
2: Okay, Br- yeah. bring your dad to Bloomsbury Lanes, I think
1: there's yeah, a yeah. <laughs> well,
2: maybe I will.
0: I'll, I'll look into it, lads.
1: Uh You can get a room at the the Houston travel lodge which is about a two minute walk for like 40 something quid um, or just kick adam way. out of his bed make be him sleep say, yeah, i'm on, not just... sharing no, my you're bed not, you're not offering we've me had... your sofa then <laughs> cheers, cheers i already have steve on my sofa <laughs> which is two people too many to be honest <laughs> um let's i mean if, if we let's move away from the super bowl dare i dare i say it unless we've uh we've got any any more love to give those two wonderful teams
0: are we going to throw in a prediction?
1: Oh, yeah, we should do that. I think we all, we're all we all pretty confident that the, the Patriots are, are going to win a sixth ring. I am, anyway. Uh,
0: it's, it's, it's Pats by some for me.
2: I, I feel like I put a lot of time and effort into arguing all the strengths of the Eagles organisation and, and how they can take this Patriots team and, and beat them. So I'm going to go with the Pats.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah pretty good yeah i i'm saying pats by 10
1: i i i'm not seeing a blowout i am seeing maybe a similar game to the their one against jacksonville last week um i can yeah like a, seven, a 3 or a 7 point game like 23 17 or something something of that ilk i don't i don't think they'll they run away with it i think it'd be um, a very different
0: think... a very different result if we asked who we want to win
1: uh, yes, I don't, think <laughs> I don't think we even need to do that. Um, obviously, the Doug, we know where we know where his his bread will be buttered, um, and we certainly right. know where Craig's bread will be buttered on this. Um, yeah, a few. We're not going to speak about the the Super Bowl for this entire podcast. There's a quite a bit more going on in the NFL, as tends to be the case. What what we'd like is. For all this stuff to sort of happen in the off season when we don't have anything to talk about, but um, no Super Bowl week, the NFL throws a, a few things, a few things out there. Um, biggest story certainly today um, is the the trade of Alex Smith. Uh, Kansas City have traded him to Washington for um, not very much. Uh, it's basically uh, yeah okay they've got a a cornerback and a third round pick in the, the next draft, but ultimately offloading a lot of cap space. Um, extension signed already, so he had a year to go on his contract. Washington have have signed an extension, four years for ninety four million dollars. That's an money.
0: incredible amount of money, isn't it? Yeah.
2: That's my a million guaranteed as well. Not all, not all of that's fully guaranteed, but
0: that's seventy it. odd, though, isn't it? It's still a shitload of guaranteed. Yeah, majority, that, yeah. That, that's what happens when you're the goat. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all been, we've been proven right.
2: You've got to wonder what Cousins was asking for, that they couldn't come to an agreement with him, but they've stumped up that much for Alex Smith.
1: Well, that's been rumbling on for a couple of years with Cousins. It's fairly clear that they can't... Well, at least one side doesn't want to get a deal done there. Um, you can't franchise tag him forever. Oh, it just... Yeah, it doesn't doesn't stack up anymore. Um and he had offers. Oh, Smith, rich apparently. smiles. He knows well, that that's what the Niners are going to have to do with Garoppolo to keep him. Um, but uh, big, big, long, chunky extension <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, Smith, Smith I, had
0: options. Uh, apparently, there was there's a lot of um, a lot of talk that the Browns offered multiple picks, um, but he didn't want to go there because they offered him too short a deal. And apparently, Denver offered a second round and a keep to leap.
2: Well, they couldn't keep a keep to leap and take Smith on, could they? No.
0: Is that like, is that like getting a key to the city? No. <laughs> <laughs> a key to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, like Freddie Flintoff got the key to Preston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, Where, saying, and Keith he's got, Preston wherever, wherever Leib, Leib. is. Where's <laughs> Leib? Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> um, so I, Leib, I think it's I think's
1: going to be leaving the Broncos anyway, from what I hear. Um, So that, that's, that's going to crop up again. Um,
2: when he disappoints everyone who's who's in any way attached to this podcast, and uh, Cousins signs for Denver, um, Tlaib will be gone from there.
1: Which which may happen. Well, let's let's talk about that. Where Cousins is clearly on his way out of Washington, Um there are teams queuing up to get a slightly above average quarterback. Well,
0: let, let's let's throw Doug's point in here that he literally says they've got a hundred million worth of salary cap to literally throw at Kirk Cousins and he could be the guy that you know along with all their other draft picks gets them into the postseason next season do you think they will though? probably not but they just don't strike me as the like, a team that's they've got no yeah they've they've got a lot of cap space, not as much as the Niners, I understand, though. Um, but they've got a lot. Um, although you know where the Niners are going to put that cap space.
1: Um, oh, right. well, well, I, I would, yeah. I would hope so.
0: The most handsome man in the world, <laughs> absolutely. I put my cap in his space <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's
1: your next season's fantasy name, Mark. Fantasy football team name. I put, I put my cap in his my space, cap,
0: my cap in your space. Um, Yeah, there's there's clearly a lot of teams that are going to fancy him. The two obvious ones with with the space left to go for are the Browns and the Jets. Um, It's, I don't know, I guess from his perspective, it's how how quickly he wants to contend. Because I can't, bizarrely, I see him being in a better position to contend quicker with the Browns than he is with the Jets. Um, because they've got, I think, a more talented roster. Um, but he just might fancy New York that little bit more. Although, Kirk, if you want to actually come to the only team in New York, then you should come to see us in Buffalo, mate.
2: You'll be very welcome. <laughs> How much cap space do the Bills have?
0: I think we're oh, nowhere near as much as those two. Where I think that the Browns are something like $112 million. The Jets have got $78 million um, and the bills I think it's like it's less than 40
2: so still enough not to pay the man
0: well yeah I mean it, it, you could still pay the guy but it's we, we can't pay the guy as much as other teams can pay the guy so we'll we will see so if it's, do, if it's to be sorry Adam if it's to be believed that Browns are going to go after Darnold in the first pick of the draft would they go for Darnold first pick and go for Cousins as well and give Donald a season behind him. I would be surprised because if you've got, um, if you've got him on that kind of money, you wouldn't be able to pay Donald when his rookie contract ends. So you'd be, you'd train him up and then you'd lose
1: him. Well, I, th- I threw you'd that out. To. We had that Twitter conversation earlier about this and I threw it out, threw it out that actually the Browns could afford to do both. They've both got a situation with all this cap space and they've got all these draft picks. Um, yeah. in if you talk about head coaches and desirable jobs, how about GM of the Browns as <laughs> a desirable job? It's um, like a it's, it's it's all just printed money,
0: you. isn't it? You just got the whatever help, you want going to be is they've got all these young picks and they've got all these draft picks. At some stage, they've got to pay them. And you can't take everybody with the assumption that you're going to build this dynasty team or this amazing team because eventually these players that are doing okay want are going to want to get paid. And if you give... Cousins. I know they've got a shitload of money, but eventually they're not going to have a shitload of money because they're going to have to pay a fuckload of people. They can't have all this quality that people talks about them having and a load of money. It don't work that way. So you've got, but you've got right. to give them a chance. And if you're going to draft them, you've got to give them a chance yes. to play. So what would be the point in drafting someone like Darnold or Rosen as number one pick, and mm. then and then bringing Cousins in, not paying him? Sorry, not playing. The number one draft pick, and then when it comes to the point where actually we'll just let him go because his rookie contract's coming to an end, and we don't think he's up to it because he's not really going to be number one because you're paying Kurt Cousins, for instance, on a five-year contract, a hundred million plus.
2: Well, you effectively you end up in the situation that the Chiefs have found themselves in, where you've got a vet guy who's decent, like. Smith was at the Chiefs. You bring in, you bring in Kirk Cousins maybe on a four year deal. You draft Sam Darnold, He sits behind Cousins for two seasons, and then you trade Cousins to someone else for a bunch of picks because he's still got two years left on his deal. But what and if then, he, but point, if he's, he's the like if Cousins Darnold.
0: is the man,
2: is and he? Those, well,
0: I don't know. Is he going to be for them?
2: <laughs> I'm he, not convinced he's. Quite no, I'm not good convinced he's either. But I mean, but if you can bring him in and do that, he could be a bridge to. That's that's I think. What Adam is suggesting it sounds very much like what the Chiefs did, which is to mortgage everything. They don't have to mortgage because obviously they've got the number one pick, but the Chiefs mortgaged the farm. Um, well, isn't,
0: isn't this kind of what the, the Patriots have been falling out about in the last couple of weeks, isn't it? That, that There's the, a lot of the rumours that Belichick was quite happy to move to move on from Brady, given his age, to move on to Garoppolo, but, the, but Kraft basically picked Brady... And that's why Garoppolo's ended up where he has.
1: Nah, he's um, he's at the Niners on loan. We all know that.
0: <laughs> there's like <laughs> a buy. There's like a buyback option, a recall. When they want him back, they'll get him back. There, there's absolutely he's, no he's, doubt of that.
2: I think the no, He's enjoying. He's enjoying the California sun. He's enjoying the California sun. He's realised the weather's way better. I, in
0: he California deserves it. I mean, look at his look at his olive skin.
1: <laughs> and his, and his features
0: he's made for he's made for california and or and or florida I, th- I think the point you raise about the uh the the draft picks is an interesting one though because now with all those with all those teams that are looking for a quarterback and this supposedly being a very um high standard of of qbs in the draft class with those four top ones um well, there's you know you've got those teams that are, that are looking for them. So you you know your your Browns, Jets, um, Giants, potentially. We're, Giants we're, potentially. we're we're after a we're after a quarterback. We we have to be.
1: The yeah, candles. Cards
0: definitely. Um,
1: you, like like every year, half the NFL is after a quarterback. Oh, yeah, so you up, they just if, aren't enough. They never are. But, you, but then, you
0: wonder now if one of those QBs might slide a little bit um, because one of their potential landing spots is now gone. If Kirk Cousins was going to go um, to somewhere, they put potentially in the market for it. If he now with him now going, he's going to go to one of those teams. That's got a lot of space. Then assuming they don't also draft one of those top quarterbacks, then there's one less team for them to go. So there's, there's talk and there's potential, I think for you maybe look at one of those, um, those drafted guys to actually end up, a bit of a surprise team that isn't looking for a quarterback for right now, but is looking for more of a project. So someone like a new New Orleans, um, someone like that, who's where or the Chargers, for example, where their, their elite quarterback is coming to the end of their career. They want that project for a couple of years, like kind of Aaron rodgers esque um, so they can bring them in and then they take over and become their guy. So it may well be that all these top QBs now don't go to the teams that you're thinking that they will go to.
2: Well, that's that's a good point. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was drafted way up in the top of of, of that particular draft, and he didn't play for what season and a half, two seasons. Oh no boy, yeah, five, five,
0: three, I think three, years, three or four. Yeah, it was a yeah. long time.
2: There's a lot of impatience in the NFL at the moment to get QBs on the field, and you've only got to look at the Browns this year to see how badly that can pan out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah, Kaiser. You know, in theory, a year ago, he he was he was their guy. Um, he was he let's,
0: let's face it, he was he was thrown to the wolves, though, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, 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 he did not stand a chance. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it would be interesting to see the the the, funnily, the. the Bills have almost screwed themselves by doing well this year. In the end, you know, they've ended up in a position where at twenty-two or twenty-three in the drafts, I think they've got two consecutively there unless I think they're going to find themselves in a position now where, unless they trade up, um, I don't think they will end up with one of those four elite QBs in the draft if that's what they're looking to do. Because as you said, there are teams above them and then potentially some other teams that are, are going to look to to take them. So,
2: well, you could we will end see. up with a Lamar Jackson or a Mason Rudolph. I mean, those, those guys were seen particularly Lamar Jackson. He won the Heisen.
1: Uh, the, yeah.
2: The, yeah. Like, last year so there's definitely there's definitely potential in some of the the slightly you know these are guys who last year probably would have been in the talk you know in in being talked about as top 10 prospects and now they might slide to 15 20 bottom end of the first round
0: but as you know with quarterbacks one team will take one and then everyone will shit their pants and then five will go in the first six (laughs) picks because that's just how it goes as soon as you know as soon as one's gone, then, you know, who
2: knows.
1: I
0: think it's and going that's to be
2: how a... the 49ers end up with Saquon Barkley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this will come on to all of this um, sort of April time as we we approach the draft. I think it's going to be a more interesting one than usual um, with the, the amount of QBs, as we say, and um, we don't know. Yeah, where Cousins is going to go. I think it's... Um, uh,
0: the, the one thing on it, I the, I don't believe that the Redskins have ended up with a better quarterback.
1: They well, might they, be paying is, him less. Yeah, this is they're the, paying, the... They're, the, they're the, paying aspect. him less than, than
0: he wanted. But, I mean... I just
1: don't think they... There's they've something got a worse about their, the Cousins deal that they didn't like, or he didn't yeah. like.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I do. I find it bizarre. And Washington are, are ninth highest in cap space in the league. So it's not like they... Couldn't afford him.
1: Do the Redskins need to oh, pay for Alex Smith? Yeah, um, and the oh, Chiefs. Well,
0: you know, there's, there's, a, there's that's that's might not be a bad shout. You, you you never know. Maybe he is. He's like the the person to take the reins for a year while they get Donald or Rosen or Allen or one of those guys up to speed. Who knows? And they just got uh, slightly. There's... They see it as they're leveraging the season, paying slightly less for a relatively decent quarterback. They know they're not going to win next year anyway. So let's, let's get the guy in. You know, maybe
1: Kansas city shocked everyone by moving up to get Mahomes. Um, Washington did something similar. You, you never know. Um, moving, moving away from that. Some other, other things that have been going on. Steve Wilkes, I know Russ, Russ, you want to talk about him? Um, defensive yeah. coordinator for the Panthers now now the the new Cardinals head coach I mean well are you are you happy firstly i mean well without knowing too much about him
0: well that that's the thing i don't i don't know too much about him obviously he um he's come from the Panthers where he's been defensive coordinator and assistant head coach before that he was a defensive backs coach at the Chargers and a, a defensive backs coach at the Bears um Going from someone as experienced and as knowledgeable as as Bruce Arians is always going to be a bit of a you know a bit of a stepping stone, and to go for sort of a a youngish guy, I suppose at forty eight, um, yeah. you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I think it'll all be it'd be interesting to see what uh, Steve Kim's business comes out at, because I think the you know especially around the dra- where they draft. And what and who they draft, and what they can pick up in, in free agency and stuff. I think I read today that they were they were looking to sign um, Peterson on a full term after taking him on the back end of last season. So you know, good or bad, they need a quarterback. Um, Johnson will be back next season, which is massive, um, having missed the bulk of this season. So. Yeah, he's got plenty to work with, that's for certain. Um, but yeah, I, d- I, don't know, uh, I don't know too much about what his way way's going to be.
2: i got to say, as a Niners fan, um, this was one of the hires that I was hoping wouldn't happen. Um, the, the Cardinals have lots of talent on D. And a man who has done such a good job with the Panthers D over the last couple of seasons in charge of that, worries me depending on who gets brought in as the offensive coordinator i think that's going to be a big thing but it just makes the nfc west even more potentially competitive than than it was looking
1: already i think the cardinals have a big massive gap between their floor and ceiling next year and it just it's just going to come down largely through their quarterback um, and yeah. whoever whoever ends up there um, there are pieces pieces around him um, you know, They've still got the weapons on offense. You know, Dave, David Johnson coming back would be massive for them. Um, good defense. Yeah, I think I I, I agree. I like I like this as a hire. Um, well, they've
0: um, they've they've appointed Mike McCoy as uh, as offensive coordinator, haven't they? So it'll be, you know, be an interesting one that because he's he, he's had a reputation recently as being a bit of a busted flush. After he failed as a as a yeah. as a head coach, but he was always a decent offensive mind, I thought in the NFL. Um, yeah, yeah, it'll, absolutely. Be, it'll be an interesting one to see how he does. He 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 strikes me as being one of those that's more suited to being a coordinator than being the boss.
1: Yeah, Mike, Mike McCoy um, is yeah. He's As, a good lad. as, as we say, <laughs> he's a, an example of a, a coordinator who's gone on to be a head coach hasn't worked as a head coach, but that doesn't mean to say he's he's not still a decent coordinator. He, you you see that a lot. Um, potentially looking good for the Cardinals, as we say, the NFC West could be the vision to watch this season. And um, technical issues may or may not mean we've said that already. Um, we'll see. We'll see what comes I, out. I just
0: don't. I don't like the fact that in the press that he's come out and he said the lack of quarterback excites McCoy. Um, it, it doesn't <laughs> excite me much. <laughs> It <laughs> petrifies me if I'm honest.
1: Nonsense, isn't well
0: it? we we were saying well you might means. you may or may not have got this, but we were saying how it's it's that decision is a massive thing for the Cardinals because they are in danger of being cast adrift in that league and with with the, the other teams in the NFC that as they need to they need to get that right or they're in they're in a bit of trouble.
2: Um, Agreed.
1: Other other news, um not strictly NFL news, um it's. We need to mention it, even even if it's a Do, we, to have, last do, we, do it. we have to? Um. Yeah. The the XFL is coming back.
0: Um, yeah, the Trump um, FL. Yeah?
1: The Trump <laughs> FL. Um. In election year, twenty twenty <laughs> is when it's coming back. Um. I didn't watch it first time round. I don't know about anyone else. I'm assuming it's a fat round, fat no all round there. Um. Should is is this going to get any support is it going to get attention um should we should we even care about that have we spent too long talking about it already it, it'll th-
2: be the same thing it'll be the same thing that is canadian football for me in that i think oh the nfl's finished oh there's this other football that's sort of similar i'll stick that on and then i'm like this is this is all nonsense and turn off again
0: there there seemingly is a reason why it didn't survive for very long first time
2: yeah it's bollocks it's but i mean
0: you just have to look at who's the who's running it to know that it's bollocks
2: i don't think there were
1: accusations first time around it's the it's vince vince mcmahon isn't it wwe i don't watch wwe um wwe WWE. because because
0: you're a grown man
1: (laughs) there are grown men that do um but there were accusations first time around that because it was him that they there was that all the x f l games were fixed like a wrestling batch bout bout or whatever you call it um <laughs>
0: <laughs> crazy
1: yeah, just shows how Maybe seriously the patriots they're just uh,
0: they're just a big heel in this um, in this league that 's all they are they 're just playing a role
1: <laughs> could be could be that um they might make a make a change and and move there.
0: Um, I mean, I, I don't care about it. I don't believe that anyone, any proper NFL fan should care about it. If you want to watch it, then good for you. But the best players aren't going to go to the XFL. Um, it's going to be the washed up fuckers who can't get a can't get a job at a proper NFL team. So it's going to be like watching League Two. If you want to watch League Two and there's a team that's local to you, good for you. I'm, I'm up for anyone that's interested in watching live sport. But I'm not going to invest a single second of my time in watching that complete clown and Donald Trump um, trying to get one over on the NFL. Go fuck yourselves, guys. He, he is a raging thunder company. He? he is, yeah, massively so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Any, anyway, yeah, yeah Let's not go. Let's not He's go down that rabbit an, hole. It's a vehicle for him to appeal to stupid middle Americans who don't know any different. He'll be like, "Oh my God, he's not—he's not stood up for the for the national anthem." Trump says these guys have got to stand up for them. Right? That's it. I'm going to go watch the XFL. Good for that.
1: Like the accent. Thanks, mate. <sighs> <laughs> um, let's. I'm actually relieved that you've all said that. If I'm honest, um, it may it it wouldn't actually surprise me. I guess it's likely to go ahead, but he, he wouldn't shock me if it just before it even started. Like, uh, if let's let's, be a, a let's lot they of find out if of Trump, Trump is still
0: president by then, and if he is, let's see if there's the financial clout, and if anybody has gives any kind of fucks about whether it's going to happen, I would be staggered.
1: Okay. Um, let's, let's move swiftly away. Before we get into AOB, um, I got in a bit of trouble. That's an exaggeration. A tiny amount of trouble for not mentioning the Playoff Challenge group. Um, I've got some... As I touched on earlier, I've got some issues with my uh, apps. So I can't actually access <laughs> the group or, or tell you anything about it. Uh, we've got the Super Bowl coming up. Why don't we just review it next week? It's been a bit of a lottery, as I think a, a lot of people picked sort of Saints, Vikings, players from teams who've who <coughs> picked out earlier than expected. Um, it hasn't I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone way, in our
0: group. Yeah, I don't think anyone in our group is going to be troubling the overall leaderboard. Let's put it that way.
1: No, not like you did last. I'm year. I'm gutted. Your...
0: Yeah, after well, after last year, I came eighth overall, but it's not going to be happening this year because the the two teams that I've changed it to over on that side, it's uh, yeah, it's not worked. But I bet let's... I bet
2: on I bet on a Saints versus Steelers Super Bowl. So now I've attempted to uh, to curse the Pats
1: just by picking all Pats players.
2: Glad. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fine.
1: It's yeah, something, and we've got to do all we can, haven't we? <laughs> um, yeah, let's we'll we'll revisit. Do you want to know who's winning, week? Adam? In our, do you want to know who's winning? Go on then. Go on.
0: Oh, well done. I picked the wrong group. Uh, Actual <laughs> groups. Here we go. There are there are nineteen people in our league. Did you know? Um, okay, so in in third place currently is myself with four hundred points. Um, in second place is your good self, Adam, uh, with four hundred and three points how the hell am I second? I don't know.
1: I've been doing uh, terribly. This is, every, the, the whole world. the general standard, standard of the this. league. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And leading the way at the moment is Rob Wasteney.
1: He's the guy that doesn't exist. He's Doug's alter ego that he did that uh, dodgy trade with. Has he fumbled? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so he's leading the way with 428 points, but basically that's um, and anything with that type of difference in points, anything is possible. Um, He's got I think yeah, there's a couple like Brady Cooks um and Gronkowski are the only players that he's taking through from round three to round four, um and that's what it will whoever's got the most of those coming down, I think I've only got a couple of um a couple of patriots, and I dare say you're the same, Adam, so it's
1: yeah, we Gronk, we'll, I think might have been the only one yeah, and if you've so Friend you of the just, show Gronk, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So I've got it. So I, I'm in a bit of a better position because I've got Brady on four times, Dion Lewis on four times, Brandon Cooks, Gronkowski, um, the defense, and Goskowski all in my team, all on four times bonus. Um, and then in my other two positions, I haven't picked anybody yet, so I better do that. Don't bother. All right, all right.
1: Well, you're only going to get one times points. Um, yeah. You're not going to come pick, pick more Pats. <laughs> yeah. No. Do <laughs> do that. Do that. Absolutely. Um, Still, um, so, Kenny yeah, it there, just for yeah, we, shits and
0: we giggles. Just, we will reveal the winner, but that nobody cares. next
1: And if we remember, yeah, <laughs> yeah, indeed, Adam, you
0: have you currently have got no one. Oh, Gronkowski is your only one going through on on four four times points, so you're fucked.
1: Yeah, yeah, one fifteen. Okay, AOB, we should uh, we should get into that. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, Rich, why don't you kick us off? Your um, sure thing.
2: I'm I'm going to try and keep this as as nice and calm and, and easy going this time, rather than the uh, the outrage that, that that happened last time for our AOB when uh, myself and Russ were on the pod. Um, <laughs> most mostly you say that now. Yeah, once you start getting into it. So I thought I'd keep this dog friendly. Um, I wanted to. Um, mostly because Doug's not here to do it himself, congratulate Roger Federer on his, uh, on his incredible returned form. Ugh. Um, as a man who looks like he's having a, a renaissance at the end of his career. Um, I don't care that much about tennis, but there's a man that I can happily watch play. He's just an incredible sportsman. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a, an impressive win for a guy that's already well beyond where tennis players ever should be. Um, playing at the top of the sport i just thought i'd put that in there because i know doug loves tennis so much that uh that you want that to be called out
0: uh, and he well, is an incredible sportsman and an incredible champion as well and a geezer that actually seems like he's quite a nice bloke quite human
1: yeah. we uh, totally disagree my... totally disagree with that yeah.
0: <laughs> myself and roger Thanks. federer share a birthday we're uh, we're both um, both the 8th of august 1981 and um, our our career trajectories have gone on very, very different paths. <laughs> he, as a 36 uh, year old man, is doing significantly better than me. Well done, Rog.
2: Arguably. <laughs>
0: yeah. Depends okay. what you de- define as success, Mark. That's true. I, I haven't yet won any Grand Slams, but there's still time.
1: Does Roger Federer appear on the best UK based NFL podcast?
0: he do- he doesn't so i wonder if he sat on a podcast talking about like handball somewhere going there's this guy in england who shares <laughs> a birthday with me and um, and you never you he supports the buffalo bills and manchester united buffalo bills and he's on uh, and he's on the long Snap podcast so our career trajectories have gone in very different directions <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to think that's true
1: it's um mark what have you uh what's irking you or otherwise this week
0: it's, it's nothing really irking me. It's more, more concerning, really. I got this, um, I got this through and, and you can see this here. It says, uh, it says Bath Half 2018, Sunday, 4th of March. I forgot I'd entered this. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> and, um, it's in five weeks. So yeah, um, I've, I've, I do a bit of running and, but I've not run a half marathon for about two years. Um, I, I entered it off, off the back of someone that I work with, um, also entering it and, um, and then he's promptly pulled out. Um, Sorry. I'm now, I'm, I realized I've not run more than a 10 K, which is half the distance I would need to do on the day in about a year and a half. Um, and I'm suddenly shitting myself. So yeah, just think positive thoughts that I've got five weeks to train for a half marathon
1: and looking for a running mate by the sound of things yeah
0: absolutely yeah adam you up for it
1: i think my skype was playing up just then um
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh you missed that did you sorry
1: yeah i didn't 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 get that let's 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 so yeah
0: panicking about bath half so yeah i'll i'll keep you i'll keep our listeners posted as to how i get on
1: excellent good luck with that um and also finding someone to run with you, uh, unless Russ will do it, you're just you're down that way.
0: Uh, a bit far for me, mate. I'm busy that weekend. <laughs> I didn't tell you when it was. He did fourth fourth of March. Oh, yeah, you see.
1: Oh, you're paying attention.
0: He was listening, good lad. So yeah, Russ, you strike me as the type of guy that dabbles in a bit of a uh, distance running. I've done I've done London twice. You've done
1: London, haven't you? Yeah, yeah twice. You You're a so bio, this is... which I noticed when I saw you support Spurs. You talk about a marathon or two on there.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like to talk about it, Adam. To be fair,
1: I I
0: respect... something I did for the charity. We don't talk about it. I did raise a lot of money, though. Yeah, it was for the kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's your AOB, right, I've,
0: got, I've, got, I've got two very quick things and one slightly longer thing, so I know this isn't in, in the spirit of, uh, of any other business. However, um, Madden 18 has got me absolutely addicted on the PlayStation. I can't stop playing it. Um, I even beat some randoms online the other day. I'm not that guy that plays online all the time, but I beat them, which was pleasing. Um, right. Secondly, transfer deadline day, fuck right off. Don't care. All of the hullabaloo and bullshit that goes along with, with soccer's transfer deadline day. Not interested. Um, and finally, those of you that, that cross-pod into them all over might have listened to this the other day. People who whistle or make <laughs> make a noise in like a humming along or just generally. I was, At the weekend, I was in the petrol station. I was in the queue at the chip shop and I was in Halford's where people decided in the queue to either start humming along to the music that was going on or whistling. Don't fucking do it. It's annoying. It's unnecessary and it pisses me right off. So please, if you're anywhere near me, don't make unnecessary noise. That's it. Thank you. I think we'll all bear that in mind. It's just—it's just the most irritating sound, isn't it? I'll tell you what—is what it just happens. a whistle, or is it any kind of—is it hum as well? Yeah, or no, is the, it, the, uh, the hums included. Just humming along, like, just just making unnecessary noise.
2: Any kind of chirpy happiness—it's not even about being basically—it's ha- basically. not even about <laughs> just,
1: being happy. Just, just hate the general public, Lin.
0: I don't even—I don't even like necessarily talking. You know, sometimes you'll be sat in a quiet room watching television, or you'll be sat somewhere. And people feel the need to make conversation because they don't like silence. I do hate small talk. Oh my God, I, I detest it. A conversation you have to have with your hairdresser. I hate yeah, that. Or, um, I just sit there and cut my fucking hair. Don't ask me yeah. about You shit. don't just... care about my life. I don't no. want to tell you about my life. So don't yeah. ask me. Let's have a mutual agreement. You, know, you should have like a little card that you can turn over and just say, <laughs> I want to talk or I don't want to talk. <laughs>
2: Like a Brazilian steakhouse. Like a
0: Brazilian steakhouse, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I might I just totally, ca- I totally agree with you on the small talk. Though. I might I might just carry one of those around with me. Just a little red card or a green card. Yeah, I'm in the mood for a conversation. Don't talk to me, prick.
1: <laughs> I like you uh, booked a holiday yet this year, mate? Yeah. Um, that's always always the one.
0: Mind you, I don't sit in the hairdressers very often. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's, any head
0: two of us. there's only two of us here to do, I think. Uh, okay. Look, this thing, this <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's just I'm the view hitting. of the camera, Adam, but it's all head from here.
2: Oh, there it Adam, is. If, you, if you have to make a concerted effort <laughs> to move your head to a position we can see the hair,
1: there's I'll not go much hair. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
0: it's quite quickly running away from the tide, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I'm not having this. Russ. what did you say when we nearly met? That you didn't believe it was me because I had more hair than you thought. Oh yeah, that's true. That? But, yeah. but
0: that doesn't that doesn't say what I how much hair I thought you had to start with.
1: <laughs> Skype falsely makes you look bolder than you are. Yeah, I look really bold on Skype. Yeah, me mm.
0: too. yeah, too so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no wait, we've just got haircuts.
1: Rich, you've got a comb over going on. It's <laughs> kinda hard to take that seriously. No, I've just I've just always had a gigantic forehead, there's a difference. Me too. I'll go with that. (laughs) Um, I I would like to finish off a little laugh at the general public. Um, Just two instances in the last 24 hours when just just someone being so crazy, it was just really funny. Um, First one, last night I went to an association football match. Um, I went to the Rico Arena in Coventry to see them play Cambridge United. Um, Why? For reasons... Which Well, one I have a colleague who's a Coventry fan, and another colleague who's a Cambridge fan, and they roped seven of us to go and go to this game. It was it was good fun. Well, I'm surprised
0: Coventry fans don't go to their games anymore.
1: Well, six thousand of them do, um, yeah, which obviously looks great in a thirty thousand seater um, stadium, which also hosts hosts Wasps, which is slightly bizarrely can't wear that one out. They used to play in West London. <laughs> um, used to play in Wicker, mate. <laughs> Yes, of course. Adam, Adam's part. Um, yep. But yeah, this, this, so at this, at this game and there's, there's hardly anybody there, which makes this even funnier. And there's this guy weirdly in a, sorry, Jack, he had a New York giants bobble hat. Uh, this chap sat a couple of rows in front. Um, and we're sort of halfway line about perfect seats, like 10th row, halfway line. Because you, know, you had the of choice, choice of, of 25,000. 20, 25, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no problem there. Um, and, right in front of the linesman and there were just like a couple of really petty decisions like a ball that may or may not have gone out or a deflected just a not sure which way to give the throw the 50-50 calls that and this this guy just flipped at the linesman um and he, he got it into his head the first you know how it's a while since I've been to a football match and you've forgotten how idiotic and fickle sets of supporters are but he just he just so blinker got it in for the, the the linesman, started sort of swearing at him. Then realised there's a there's a kid nearby. Thought I'm not going to swear again, but spe- still spent the rest of the game having a go at the linesman. The best quote, and this sums up the level of intelligence that he had. Um, at the top of your voice, and in a stadium where you could hear a pin drop, you would have the whole pitch heard him shout at the linesman about 60 minutes into the game. You were a knob in the first half. You've been a knob in the second half. That was it.
2: <laughs>
0: <Right>. And <laughs> maybe he's just a knob. <laughs> maybe it's one of those people that Doug plays vets football. It just,
1: it just <laughs> didn't like. There was nothing that he did that warranted anything. It was just he was just being a linesman, doing his best. Um, the other thing, just very quickly today, um, I'm all for well. there are activists there are people that protest there are people that protested about austerity people that protest about trump everything else um there was somebody today outside hotel chocolat um standing there with a megaphone screaming at everybody not to go and do business in hotel chocolat they pumped the chocolate full of drugs don't go in there don't spend your money in there the chocolate's full of drugs yeah they sound like
2: they were full of drugs
1: <laughs> Sounds like advertising <laughs> for me. Yeah, I think I reckon they did more business than average today. I, like, if you've got, I just just try and work out these people. Like,
2: it's almost like they'll sell a megaphone to anyone.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Why, Why that, that, that? Yeah, that, that needs, to, that needs to be an eighteen certificate. <laughs>
1: I'm, i've got a chip on my shoulder i've got you know the know. evils of the world really eating away at me what's pissing me off today hotel chocolat they they've done it i've got, i'm out i'm out to get them I'm, I'm gonna stop any anybody anybody buying their chocolate um they're pumping their chocolate for the drugs honestly good for this them. is like a, this is the middle of the city of london <laughs> good the general for them
0: good for them <laughs> if they believe what they're doing is right then fucking good on yeah, them as long as they're not testing it on animals then who cares eh Yeah,
1: that that would have been a logical legitimate thing to protest but no it was he didn't specify what drugs could have been heroin it could have been sugar, sugar.
0: maybe they were just like liqueurs and he was talking about alcohol he, mm. genuinely he's correct People, he have people have started to call sugar a drug. It's addictive.
1: It is. I think he was just. The crazy. nation's
0: silent killer. <laughs> Tell that to the fat kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. on, the, on that note, we've gone on far too long, um, and yeah, Doug will hopefully edit this down a bit. Um, thanks. Well, thanks, Rich, Mark, Russ. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Find us on Twitter at Long Snap Pod. Um, any. Final word from anybody? Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. That How about that? Eagles fly. It's, you know, kind Last of why we do this at the end of the day. It's, you know, this is the game. Let's, you know, have fun. Try and enjoy it. I know it's two teams that no one, unless you're a fan of those two teams, you don't give a fuck about. But, you know, it'll be good.
1: Well, I think well, you get to that Super point. Well, it is the Super Bowl. It is. I had this. You know, there were people that 20 years ago probably had the same thought about the cup final. Obviously, that's dead. The the whole sport of association football is dead other than Coventry on a Tuesday night, obviously. Um, But this is big. This is just the Super Bowl. I get ludicrously excited. I don't care that it's the Patriots again. I still can't wait. I'm in a
0: position whereby I think that I've got to a point whereby it's, I just want a good game. I just want to enjoy it. I don't even really care who wins, frankly, although I hope it's the Eagles. I just want, I just want a good game
1: here's to that and is. even if it's a bad game i'll still enjoy it other than just, just drunk. <laughs> drinking lots of craft beers right and yeah wherever you're watching it enjoy uh, we will be hopefully back next week bye bye cheers cheers